Welcome to Community Focus. Uh, today, our guest on the program is Neil Parks. He is an author and uh, also a uh, paranormal researcher, investigator, a public speaker, and uh, also a world traveler. Uh, Neil, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us today. Uh, sure. Thank you for the invite. Sounds like you uh, lead a pretty uh, interesting life. Oh, yeah, you could say that. Um, first of all, uh, you uh, were born in Chillicothe. You, you still make your home there? Yeah, I've, I've lived in Chillicothe since 2000, but I was I was raised in uh, the Waverly Beaver area, a small little village called Gibbons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're very familiar with that. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, first off. Well, I'm... I, I'm an award-winning author and, and a lifelong artist, and I sort of harness that medium within the art field of literature and have incorporated some of my more artistic art within the books themselves as far as photography and sketches go. I try to use a lot of illustrations to keep it interesting so it's not just all words and, and uh, no guff, I guess. Mm -hmm. I have appeared in several documentaries and uh, have been credited in different uh, major motion pictures and television documentaries. Uh, I've helped in major documentaries and have appeared in interviews on Fox 28 News, ABC 6, 10 TV, and uh, more recently, uh, Loper and Randy in the Morning on 99.7 The Blitz in Columbus. Okay. They featured me in October for the more or less like a Halloween themed mm -hmm. box they were going for. They had me in every other week. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, what got you uh, interested in uh, uh, paranormal activity? I would have to credit that to my grandmother. She shared a lot of really interesting and out of this world stories from her childhood when she was growing up in south east uh, southeastern Kentucky Salyersville I believe it was called mm -hmm. and stories that she had experienced herself or had been told by her grandparents and other relatives that have experienced things so it just sort of followed her around and she bestowed that upon me and I had a real interest in classic horror movies like Dracula and Frankenstein uh, the works of Edgar Allan Poe and anything Vincent Price was in. So I just really got sucked into that genre and enjoyed reading about it, writing about it my own way, and decided in 2008 to try and test the waters with a book. And four books later and one literary <laughs> award, it's not a bad hobby. Absolutely. Well, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the books. Uh, uh, you... Uh went to Ohio University and uh, you uh, have your own uh, research team uh, and have uh, conducted uh, several investigations. Uh, tell us about that. Oh goodness, I've been to Salem, Massachusetts, Bar Harbor, Maine, Boston, Gettysburg, which is a phenomenal hot spot for any kind of paranormal activity. Hmm. Chillicothe, for example, and Waverly have their own legends and folklore and right. mythology and Haunted locations. The Emmett House, God rest its soul, was one location I mm -hmm. had been to on many occasions. And uh, there was a lot of rich history to that, both in the house itself and even underneath it, 
yeah. uh, parts of the canal going through these old towns yeah. have a lot of history and high energy that you can just sort of tap into when you're there. Hmm. Any uh, one particular spot stand out uh, above uh, all others that you've uh, investigated? Uh, the Majestic Theater. You can always hear something, feel something, or see something when you go there. Uh, whether it be inside the walls of that building or even along the alleyway, uh, which is uh, known as Blood Alley. Right. Uh, another one, which was one of the first places that started me on this, was the Emmett House, hmm. which no longer stands. But, right. right. Uh, a lot of really interesting occurrences took place in that building. Any other uh, locations here in uh, Waverly or Pike County uh, you've uh, investigated? Uh, the pavilion area at Lake White. Okay. Uh, that area there is said to be a, when there was a campground there many years ago, there was a girl gathering wood and she tripped and fallen forward and was burned alive. And there are people that say when you're walking that area late at night, you can feel someone's hands grab onto your pant legs and pull you in one direction. Hmm. Uh, so she had her hands filled with wood. She fell forward, got knocked out, and was burned alive, unfortunately. So her ghost is set to roam that, that picnicking area. Hmm. There's also allegedly ghosts of people who've drowned in Lake White that you can see or hear people splashing and calling out for help and there's no one there. Hmm. Well, you've, uh, you've been a guest speaker at, uh, as you mentioned there, uh, a few minutes ago, at uh, several uh, uh, different locations. Uh, you were uh, at uh, Mothman, uh, Mothman Festival, the Mid-Ohio Paranormal uh, Conve uh, Convention, uh, and you've also uh, even appeared at uh, some, some schools and churches, uh, correct? That is correct, yeah. Libraries, schools, churches. Every year around October, I, they always have me coming and tell ghost stories to yeah. kids during the Halloween dance. But I, I've done speaking to uh, classrooms of creative writing and so forth in high school. I, I've conducted that as well. Yeah, uh, most recently you were at uh, Northside Library uh, reading uh, excerpts from the... Uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, Charles and uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, your first book was, uh, let's see, Paranormal Chronicles, Tales of uh, Humor, Horror, and the Absolutely Strange. Uh, tell us about that book. Well, that was, like I mentioned earlier, it's just a way for me to test the water to see if anyone would actually buy a book written by me. And that was 10 years ago hmm. that that one was released. And since then, I've written Haunted Chilla Coffee, Haunted Holidays, which won a literary award in 2014. And most recently, my newest book is called Haunted Enough, with a question mark at the end. Kind of a play on punctuality, but it's sort of a way to let you know that I'm not finished yet. Uh, but at the same time, you're thinking, oh, come on, another haunted book? <laughs> question mark. Trying to have fun with it. All right. And... Uh the uh, as you mentioned, uh, the, uh, the uh, that's uh, your newest, your fourth release, correct? Yes. Uh, the uh, books, uh, of course, we've got the uh, the bookstore there in Chillicothe. Are the books uh, available there uh, and, and uh, online as well? 
yeah, they're available at Wheatberry Books, and you can also order them on Amazon. You can get them through Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can get them through uh, booksnow.com or lulu.com. Again, our guest uh, on the program today, Neil Parks, uh, author of uh, uh, Haunted Holidays, that uh, is his uh, fourth and current uh, uh, book, uh, also the winner of the 2014 Paranormal Awards. Uh, uh, tell us about uh, your, your time there. As I mentioned, you were a guest speaker at uh, Mothman Festival. That's a pretty, pretty good-sized uh, festival, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It grows more and more each year. And I've been a guest speaker there since, off and on, since 2008. Um, I haven't appeared there as a guest speaker in the last two years because I've been focusing on other festivals and conventions around, but I plan on returning this year, especially since my new book, Haunted Enough, was just released in May. So I'll, I'll be hitting that circuit again in September. That's the plan for now. Okay. Uh, and as we mentioned, uh, you've got your own uh, research team. You want to uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it, it's primarily my wife and I and her brother and his wife. Uh, we have about four or five other on-again, off-again assistants that help us with photography, uh, camera work, using the equipment such as infrared thermometers, thermal imaging cameras, electromagnetic field meters, dowsing rods. Uh, what we do is we go into a location, we feel it out without equipment first, mm -hmm. and then we come back with equipment to see if what we're feeling can be verified scientifically with the equipment that measures such phenomenon. And uh, how do you decide, uh, do you get uh, invites from uh, folks, or uh, how, how does that process work if uh, you're deciding where you're going to go to uh, investigate uh, paranormal activity? Well, for the longest time, we would do primarily commercial properties. We did a few, quite a few, in fact, private properties, but the liability risk in that is not worth the cost. Plus, you don't really know what you're getting into when it's someone's private residence. Right. Uh, could it be fake? Could it be them just wanting closure on something and they demand that you declare it haunted? Run into quite a few cases like that where people are looking for ghosts, but they just don't happen to be there. It's something mm -hmm. going on personally in their lives, and these things are manifesting in that form, and they're thinking that it's something paranormal, but it's all psychological. So we've avoided private properties for that reason. Plus, we all have kids at this point, uh, this far into the game, and we don't really want to expose ourselves to any kind of negative energy and have it attach itself to us and then bring it home and then it possesses our children's toys. Not worth the risk. So we stick primarily when we do investigations at commercial properties. Uh, of course, uh, with uh, paranormal activity, there's uh, those that, uh, you know, you have the naysayers out there. What would you uh, say to them that uh, uh, would uh, maybe uh, uh, convince them otherwise? Well, one point I've had to defend constantly is I'm very active in my church. We all are, in fact, uh, very grounded in our Christian faith. And a lot of people that are more on the 
far right side who want to ignore those things or consider at all a demon and angel. Um, I just have to bring up the fact that nothing is more paranormal or supernatural than the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and or the creation of God and what he did himself. Nothing's more supernatural than that. So those things are like stacked chips. They all fall in line like a domino effect, trickle down. One thing led to another. And I'm certain God didn't tell us everything. He does not want us to share the same level of intelligence and uh, continuity that he does. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he left a lot of things out from original scripture and the guidebook to life, basically. Right. Because we don't need to know everything. Right. Uh, is there any one or two places that you uh, have not investigated that you would like to? would absolutely love to investigate all of Europe, but that's just not in the budget. But uh, my wife and I are planning a trip, leisure trip, to uh, Europe some point in the next five years. And we will be hitting a lot of places in London, a lot of places in Ireland. That's the plan and we'll see where it takes us from there. As far as the state, um, places that I've not been but would love to go to and explore would have to be places out west, mm -hmm. uh, like the Alamo, for example, would be a great stop. Uh, the Caged Bird Theater at an old west ghost town that's been completely renovated and open to the public is a touring ground. Mm -hmm. I believe that's out in Arizona. I would love to see that. Mm. Uh, just to explore some of these old places that we've not made it to. Uh, how about, uh, of course, uh, when you think of paranormal activity, uh, the Waverly uh, Sanitarium is uh, always uh, uh, is, uh, comes uh, comes to mind. Uh, is that some place that you've uh, investigated, or a place you'd like to? Uh, Waverly Hill Sanitarium is definitely on our to-do list. Uh, which, unfortunately, is not located in Waverly, Ohio, but right. all, all the way out in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit of a drive. It's almost two hours. Yeah. Uh, we've not made it there yet, but that is one place that is top-notch on our list to go to. And, of course, uh, there's uh, an old prison, uh, I believe, in West Virginia that's uh, said to be uh, uh, very uh, uh, active as well. Yeah, prisons are, I'm really leery about going to prisons because the darkest of the dark yeah. existed there in life. And where does it go once that person dies or mm. is executed and then dies? Yeah. It just hangs out and bakes itself under the wall. So it's waiting for people to come in so the dark entity can mess with you and possibly lead those that are more nimble-minded down a dark path. Right. So we try to avoid uh, darkness on every level. Again, our guest is uh, Neil Parks, and uh, Neil's uh, newest book, uh, his uh, fourth release, Haunted Enough, Terrifying Tales to Your Friends, uh, Paranormal uh, Chronicles. Uh, anything uh, new in the works, uh, Neil? I'm currently working on an actual novel, because everything else I've written has been a series, a collection of short stories. And an actual novel is what I'm working on. Not going to give too many details about it, but it will be very reminiscent of the TV show Stranger Things mixed with Goonies, with a slight hinge of the uh, pinch of the X Files, 
uh, taking place in a local venue that we'll all be familiar with. Okay. Trying to tie everything in. Uh, are you uh, still hosting uh, the uh, uh, your own uh, show, uh, Paranormally Speaking? Is that still uh, active? Uh, once in a while, uh, I try to do it monthly. I was doing weekly, then I had to change it to bi-weekly, and now I'm doing uh, once a month setup where I post something new pertaining to what I've got going on. I try to throw in an interview with someone and uh, do something out in the field and show uh, how to or what I'm doing currently. So, yeah, I still keep that active and post something new once a month. Okay, uh, Neil Parks, uh, author, uh, paranormal researcher, investigator, public speaker, and uh, world traveler. Uh, again, uh, the books uh, available at uh, Wheatberry Books uh, in, in Chillicothe and uh, online as well? Yes, it is. All right, uh, Neil, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening today. Have a great rest of the week, a wonderful weekend, and next time I'll have more cool stuff to talk about, maybe a little more in-depth, maybe an actual reading from one of my books, or a special guest. You never know what I have cooked up. Till then.